This episode of the Italian Australian podcast was recorded on Wadandi Wadjak Nunga Budja. We pay our respect to elders past, present, and emerging, and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Ciao a tutti and bentornati to another episode of the Italian Australian podcast. I'm Josie Dacqui and I'm here today with my brother Lucas. How are you? Very, very good, Josie. We're um, very excited for this one here. Got a guy on that we're um, yeah, thrilled to have on to chat about um, his story and also to bring him on as uh, a part of the show moving forward as well. So I think it's going to be a pretty cool chat. That's right. So let us introduce Marco Petta. Ciao ragazzi, come va? Bene, bene tu. Sì, anche yeah, good, io sto bene, you. grazie. Good. Really good to meet you and really good to be on the podcast. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you so much. Thanks for no. coming on. Our pleasure. So Marco, you're over in South Australia. Yes, I'm in the good old Adelaide, the festival state, as they call it, or the city of churches. Yes. <laughs> so Yes. Uh, it's great to be here. I've been following the podcast for a while and uh, you guys are doing an amazing job. And Thank you. We, are, we are all in this big family together to try and keep the tradition going. So uh, it's it's amazing to be here together and talk about it. Um, finally, finally, we made it. Yeah, we tried right. to chase each other for a bit. So it's good to be it's good to be here. Yes, that's right. And uh, we'll do no, a I formal. Understand. You're very busy over there. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot has happened in the last uh, the last weekend, and a lot is happening uh, right now. So yeah, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll do a formal introduction, um, and you can tell us all about yourself. But yeah, Lucas and I also have been following some of your work through other podcasts that you were involved with for a few episodes um, earlier, and also at the radio station. So that's fantastic stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of projects that we've started, and uh, you know, it's um, there's a lot of things. Of of course, with the radio, there's a lot of involvement. So, just to introduce myself, I am um, I'm 33 years old. I'm from originally from Milano. I've migrated to Adelaide in 2012. So I've been here for quite some time. Even though a month ago a lady asked me, so how many months you've been in Australia? <laughs> So oh, I had really? to count twelve by twelve, and I couldn't. <laughs> I could math. Math wasn't my yeah, favorite no, subject, I have much. to say. <laughs> but yeah, I migrated in Australia twelve years ago, uh, following my wife Nadia, um, which was born in Adelaide but lived uh, all seventeen years all of her life, so all her life basically, uh, in uh, in Italy. She she was born here, and then the, the family moved back to Milan. And um, we we met in a little town called Cernusco Sunaviglio uh, in a really random scenario. So basically, long story short, I've I have met my wife uh, by finding uh, uh, thanking uh, thanks to um, a really sliding door moment, which was finding a, a ID in the cigarette machine. So right. I was buying cigarettes after hours on a summer day in 2021, in 2011, sorry. And uh, I stumbled across the ID of my wife, Nadia. So, I've, wow. you know, I've had it on Facebook and then 
migrated to Australia later on. This is the <laughs> this is the short version of the story. Well, wow, oh, I love it. Interesting. Yeah, Definitely a little bit of destiny there. So smoking changed my life, basically. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, there's not normally the, too many positive for the better. smoking. Yeah, yeah for th- the better. Maybe this time there is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I've been always involved uh, um, it, with my pride of being Italian, let's call it like that. Not much involved in the community. I started uh, being involved in the community in 2018 when I joined Radio Italiana. Uh, Radio Italiana 531 is an Italian radio station based in Adelaide since 1975, and it's been serving the South Australian community since uh, the 3rd of March, which is the first program of Radio Italiana uh, on the airwaves, and has 110 volunteers. So, you know, I've started uh, I started being part of the Italian community here in South Australia after joining the radio, after doing radio programs um, here. And it's been an amazing journey. Now I work here, I'm the station manager. So it's been an interesting uh, an interesting journey because, you know, coming from Italy, as you as you know, with the, with the, our amazing communities that we have in Australia, we I, think, I don't think we'd know, we know, we know that there's a lot of Italians here in Italy, but we don't know um, the strength of the community. Um, so it's it's amazing what we have here in South Australia, and um, I was mind blown with how many Italians are here, and to think that there is an Italian radio station that broadcasts twenty four seven every day for the community yeah. is fantastic. Unreal. So it's it's awesome to be involved, and it's awesome to be obviously to see so many people like you that want to keep our heritage going. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I'm glad that you touched on that, Marco, because I was going to ask uh, one thing we haven't delved into too much on the podcast, but we know from our family back in Italy and our friends in Italy is that, like you touched on a little bit there, um, sometimes the opinions of people back in Italy, they don't really understand what it's like in the diaspora or the, or the Italians in Australia and also the Italian community in America and some of these other places where the Italians have branched off to. They um. Yeah, they don't really, how do I put it? It's hard sometimes when I'll try and explain to the relatives over there that we still do so many of these traditions and all these things and they can't really imagine it in their head because they're just thinking how, well, you guys went there so long ago, whether it was 50, 60 years ago, and they can't really imagine the communities and like you said, the strength that we still have over in Australia. So um, it's awesome to see that you've immigrated out and um, are really a, a part of that in South Australia. I also um, came to this conclusion just on the weekend um that uh, us migrants when we us new migrants but also i guess the generation that came before us uh, that came 50 60 years ago we try to do as much as we can to stay in touch with our with our heritage we try to do as much as we can to um feel have those feelings of belonging to italy still so i guess uh, making the sauce obviously it's good for us as a community as family um because it's something that we we have and it's fantastic to share these traditions but also um i think it, it it remained a tradition here in australia because a lot of people used to do these things and keeps they keep doing it so they can still feel in touch and connected yep. to italy um it's great to see that and i think uh, what you're saying is we don't understand as italians living in italy and uh, i'm gonna put that hat on because i have it on sometimes and sometimes i eat i call myself italian australian but yes. when i think of myself as an italian coming from italy we don't really understand how big the community is and how strong the community is and how attached to uh, really how the 
all the little clubs, they really work together to make the community work. We don't get that. Um, I understood that obviously once I moved over here, you touched on the Americans, you touched on other other places around the world in Argentina, for example. Yes. I don't think in Italy we we have the full picture of what goes on um, as the communities, and obviously now with the help of social media, we are happy. We are able. We are able. Now I put the Italian Australian hat on. We are able to share all of this to Italy and show them that. We we are alive and we are proud of our heritage, um, which is fantastic. And I guess we have to educate as we as, yes. as Italians. We have to educate the Italian Australians that Italy has moved on and is becoming a modern it has become a modern country. But at the same time, it's good to educate the Italians in Italy that there is a community out there and we are we are alive. Definitely. Definitely. And I think from hearing you speak, Marco, on um actually we'll give a shout out to Angelo who you were doing the keeping up traditions, was it? Sorry, no, it was called Keeping, keeping Up Our Tradition. Keeping our Italian tradition in our podcast, tra- which traditions. is based on his uh, Facebook page. Yeah, so shout out to Angelo and that um you guys did a great job. I love listening to that podcast. It was really, really good content. And the Facebook page is amazing as well. It's got a lot of members, there's some awesome stuff in there. Uh, but I did recall, um, if you can correct me if this is wrong, but I remember you mentioning um that you didn't used to do the sauce, Marco, back in Italy, and you hadn't done no. some of the traditions that you're now doing over here in Australia, which is quite interesting to note, you know. Um yeah, look, I come from, like I said before, I come from Milano, which is, as you know, um, we don't have really the setup, I guess, to make the sauce. Because, as you know, we live in big apartments or big buildings where there's a lot of houses, there's a big complex where we only have a balcony. I only had a balcony all my life, I never had a backyard. So even the space to make the sauce, it's quite limited, but also... We lost, I think, a little bit of those traditions. My nonna uh, down in Sicily, she used to make the sauce and send it to us. I remember that as a, as a kid, but then she stopped doing it. Um, to be honest, I don't know many people from Milan. I don't know anyone that makes the sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, my in-laws or my mother-in-law um, that is Italo-Australian and lives in Milano, um, she probably made the sauce a few times, but... And she kept some of the Italian Australian, which is kind of a paradox because um, we I call those Italian Australian tradition as well. Uh, she kept a bit of them in Milan, but I don't rem- I don't recall her making the sauce. I certainly have never made the sauce in Milano. Um, my first time making sauce was in Australia. Making sausage was in Australia. Um, what else? Uh, it's funny because. I never really had garlic and onion in Milano or when I used to live in Italy because my father didn't like it and my mom didn't cook with it. So when I said to everyone, oh, I don't eat garlic, they looked at me like I was an alien. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every Italian eats garlic, you know? Yes. But, yes. Uh, it's obviously in a lot of our recipes. So I guess the funny part is that I became Italian once I moved to Australia. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And would you call yourself an Italian Australian now? Yeah, I say I'd say so. Like I said, it, it depends because sometimes I see myself as a very much Italian, but some but I'm glad that I've embraced a lot of the Australian culture. Don't get me wrong, Italy is a great place, but as we all know, the main reason why we live is because there's not many opportunities. Mm-hmm. And Australia is arguably the best country in the world has got a lot of a great culture is quite far from a lot of conflicts especially these days and uh, the system works really well 
So I guess I coming to Australia, I have embraced a lot of the Australian culture. So yeah, I guess I can say I'm Italian Australian. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. And yeah, I would agree with what you've said there about Australia for sure. Look, if I have to look at, uh, if I have to close my eyes and look at myself in the middle and there is like a scale, the Italian scale will go quite uh, on uh, 90%. Um, but there's a lot of values and uh, and um, and cultural aspects that I got from living in Australia that there are so much in the Australian culture that I, I call them my, myself now. And I'm happy when I go back to Italy to try to pass them on to Italians because I think we to learn a lot from Australians and the way they go about things, um, especially with uh, respecting one another and uh, not judging one another, which is something that we do as Italians. Um, The good old uh, looking at, how do you call it? People watching. We do a lot of people watching in Italy. We don't do it as much here because there's a lot more freedom. And uh, it opens your mind. It's funny how there's a lot of friends that I have as Italian, uh, a lot of Italian friends that I have here that we share those common values now of judging a little bit less um and you we see the change in us i mean i've been here for 12 years like i said so i lived a a third of my life now in australia and my adult life is pretty much all in australia so yeah it's interesting because you really pick up on you really have strong values living in italy and the culture as you know it's very strong uh and because of our history but uh, it's 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 very important that we learn a lot of uh, a lot of uh, values that we have in Australia. Yeah, and one thing, uh, Marco, I've picked up from yourself um, from just speaking with you a little bit and listening to you speak as well. Um, I feel like you have really understood and embraced the Australian way quite quite fast. And even listening to some of the episodes you did with Angelo, um, it was kind of evident that uh, you were sort of willing to um, adapt and change the mentality a little bit and it seems like it was no issue for you well, I know some other Italians that have immigrated out and it really takes them quite a while to get used to the way of life out, out here and some things they never really align with but it seems like with you you've really taken it in in your stride and I would definitely sort of say you're uh, you know Australian for sure now at least kind of half and half like you've you've mentioned um because it's kind of yeah it's um I can tell on your way of thinking and speaking that you have really sort of adapted and love Australia which is awesome but look, I think, uh, like I said, we have stronger values and opinions as Italians, but I think you, there's a lot of things that we can't get used to um, because of the culture that we have. But I guess mm-hmm. those things are quite meaningful. I mean, it's hard to say, but to me, it's more of a it's more of a bigger picture scenario. Like you need to really live and be appreciative of life and be happy. So. If you live in a country that doesn't make you happy, don't live there. Go back to Italy. Because yeah. I say that to a lot of people that I know. If you're not happy about the way they live in Australia, go back. That's the door. You can go. No yeah. one's forcing you to stay. Unlike our older generations, that they had to move here. So they had to adapt. And even though they didn't like it, they didn't have a choice. They had to stay. We have a choice. Yeah, I have a choice. If I don't like uh, the fact that they don't put they put uh, pineapple on pizza, I just leave. I mean, this is a, like I said, this is there's some things we can't get used to. Um, yeah. I guess it's really like stuff that in life uh, you can live with, you know. Yes. Uh, and sometimes we make fun of Australians and the way of doing things, but I guess Australians make fun of us, and 
we are we are very theatrical in the way we are and uh, sometimes it's fun that we can we there's jokes about it um but in the end you gotta integrate you gotta integrate yourself in the country otherwise uh, you're not living a happy life you gotta live happy and australia is a place where you can live happily you can do pretty much whatever you want if you want to study you can study if you want to work you can work if you want to do whatever you whatever you want you can do it as you just have to have a bit of determination, which is something that even if you have in Italy, you can still achieve a lot of stuff, but the process is a lot different. So that's why you got to be appreciative of, of the country. And Australia is not for everyone, like Italy. Not every place is for everyone because we are not all the same. But uh, I strongly encourage if there's anyone listening here that is Italian, like myself that grew up in Italy and was born in Italy, um, just to really... Write down the things that you like, or you don't like about a country, and, and, and make them a priority. If these things are a priority, then see ya. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you fair. can go back anytime. Yeah. And you went back for a holiday fairly recently. Was it last year? Back to Italy? No, I, I've been twice this year. I've been lucky enough okay. with yeah. the radio. With the radio, I've been uh, going uh, to the festival of Sanremo. Mm -hmm. um, which is arguably the most important music festival in Italy. Um, and it, it is a spectacle. Like it is like uh, the longest time 100 probably. Um, I've been in February and I was um, lucky enough to go again a couple of months back. I've just booked my next trip for February uh, 2024. Um, so we go quite a lot which is great, but also, you know, sometimes I feel like uh, me and my wife, we think about it and we're like, you know, I, want, I would love to see other places, you know, mm. in the world. Um, but then again, going back to my previous point, you got to look at, if you look at the priorities in life, family is important and you kind of gravitate towards Italy all the time. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I've done four trips to Europe. I mean, four overseas trips only. And every time I've basically gone to Italy, when I say, Europe I've done say four weeks in Italy and one week another you know three other cities rushed in because I just want to always spend my time back in Italy with our family so um and I mean with you Marco you've got the direct family there ours is obviously yeah. um, a little bit further away in terms of extended family but I still understand that one 100 percent um one other thing I wanted to ask so is your mum's side of the family that was Sicilian or your dad my father my father so my father Matteo yes so he so he was born in Sicilia or he's yes. So both my parents migrated to Milan. My mom migrated from Tuscany and my dad migrated oh, from right, Sicily. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So they Milan is a. The, I'd say in the eighties Milan was the Australia north of Italy was the Australia of yes. Italy because mm -hmm. in the fifties a lot of people were migrated either, either from the south to the north, um, or they were migrating entirely to another country. So. Um, in the 80s, uh, there was a lot of opportunities. The economy was flowing very much in, in, in northern Italy. So my father and my mother, they both migrated and then they met in Milan, which is uh, where I was born together with my sister. Um, and I have a lot of friends that are not actually from Milano. I have a lot of friends that are Calabresi, Siciliani, Napoletani. Um, yeah. So I got to taste a bit of that culture in Milano. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I have a bit of Sicilian blood in me, which you can yeah, yeah. tell probably from my skin. Yeah. No, it, our listeners cannot see me, but you can see me on the on this call. Yeah, yeah. Now look, where I'm very biased to the south of Italy, um, with our mother's family being from Rome, which is you know not really in the north. It's got well, 
in the middle and then obviously dad's family's from down south so we're kind of um yeah we always talk about southern italy and we do sort of lean towards southern italy for our favorite areas but um it is interesting like you say i think rome is quite similar to milan in the sense that a lot of people would immigrate to rome from other parts of italy for opportunities so yeah. it's um a bit of a melting pot so you probably experience other regions of italy in those places in the bigger cities yeah no exactly exactly they there's a lot of italians uh, there's a lot of people from the south that have migrated up north you don't see that much the other way around it's no. uh it's quite no, rare right. that you see that um probably yeah. one one out, of, one out of ten people would be from the north hmm. yeah and what well, do your relatives say about and your friends like when you go back now to italy like, what do they say about about you um you know, ways that you've changed since spending time in mm-hmm. Australia or do they say you're the same? Well, you know, it's, I, I see the change in me. They see it too. Um, they see the cultural change as well with the values that we've learned. And um, sometimes, uh, you know, they associate uh, um, all of us uh, that migrated to Australia recently. They say, oh, you know, you 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 have a good you we are like the uncles from america you remember mm-hmm. back in the days yeah. everyone yeah. had the, the uncle from america um so we are the new uncles from america that uh, made their fortune in australia uh, they do see the change obviously if i go back to thinking of my parents uh, um they they i don't think they expected me to stay this long uh, I don't think they expected me to really make this big change uh, to stay for 12 years and more because the plan is to stay still a little bit more. We don't know for how long, but um, definitely it's hard. And sometimes, Josie, I think I either grew up because it was time for me to change and mature or it was or Australia helped help the process. Um, some of them think uh, um, that, you know, you we grow up a lot faster here because uh, I had to move when I was 21. I had to, I, I moved when I was 21. So I had to adapt to living on my own, living with another person, Every, obviously being independent from the age of 21, uh, which is something that a lot of my friends still in my age, I'm 33, they haven't experienced yet. So I, you know, it's, it's, uh, they, they see it. Some of them say it, some of them don't want to say it because they might be jealous of the change. I think I have changed for the better. Um, I see it in me, in my head, in the way I am. Um, and some some parts of me that came, really came out in, in, in Australia, really. They were they were already there when I was in Italy. Um, but I guess they have a lot of respect for us to move here. They Some of them are jealous, like I said. Um, but there's nothing to be jealous. If you want to try, there's opportunities out there. You can do it. Mm, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, no, it's a big effort. Um, obviously, I think you touched on in the episode with Angelo, it's not maybe, in all due respect, quite as hard as the immigrants from the 50s or the 60s, but I still believe, honestly, Marco, what you've done, and for everyone else, it, it is a very big jump. Like you said, at a young age, I mean, I think back to when I was that age, like 21, I was still living at home, having my Italian mum cook for me, do everything for me, do all the washing, uh, do everything uh, in the house, and I didn't move out for another couple of years after that. I think I was 23 or so, but it's um, it is a very big thing, and... Just with your English, Marco, you speak amazing English. I'm imagining you Thank already you. speaking English when you've come out to Australia because your English is really, really good. So I was lucky because my English was my favorite subject at school. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I don't know. Me and my sister, we 
um, I think we had the, we. I opened my first book when I was a lot older than other kids, but then the way they teach you English at school is way different than what you need, especially in Australia with the accent you guys have at the beginning. I think it's very, it's it's great that you have so many migrants um, in, in Australia because at least a lot of people speak slowly. And I'm yep. talking about uh, maybe places like Adelaide, Perth, Melbourne, Sydney, but for the Italians that really maybe migrate to the Northern Territory or to Queensland, I think it's a little bit harder because mm. you got the true, they got the true, let's say true Australians there where, you know, they really have the thick, strong Australian accent, which is really hard. And there's a lot of slang and I'm learning slang even now. I've learned uh, mm -hmm. two or three new things like last week because um, yeah. you try to pick up on it a little bit more. Now it's a little bit easier. You try to understand the word than you, you try to make sense with it. Um, there's a lot of funny stuff that you know you you've learned during the years, but um, yeah, English. Uh, not there was never a problem, um, but I was fortunate to uh, make a, a really good subject that I really liked. If it was French, I would have hated it because French yeah. was my least favorite subject. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with the fact that Italians and French don't really get along. Of course. You know? <laughs> Just think about but, the 2006 World Cup. Correct. That's all we have to say. Yeah, but that's then it. they can say so many other things about us that many times they beat us. So that's yeah, how people I leave every time. That's I like to go back and watch the, the replay of the shootout and the penalties. Yeah, and... same, same. Yes, yeah. same. And you mentioned your sister a couple of times. Is she still mm. in Milano? Yes. So my sister, Francesca, she's in Milano. She has a little daughter called Julia, which... Uh, it's, uh, I, I really thank you for asking me about my sister because the birth of my daughter, of my, of my niece changed a lot of things because as you know, living far away from your family, uh, if it's your parents, uh, you know, you kind of grow up with them. So you, you, you might want to detach at, at, a, at a later stage, but having, uh, your little niece that she grows up and you miss the milestone, it's hard. And it changed a lot since Julia, since Julia was born. I try to go home every year. I try to go to see her as much as I can. I'm uh, me and my, my wife, Nadia, we are the godparents. So, you know, we also have a responsibility to, to look after Julia. Um, but yeah, no, it's, we have a special bond and it's funny about my sister, that my sister and I, we, we were like a cat and dog in Italy. We used to fight yeah. a lot, as many brothers and sisters as you. Yeah, that's where we're going with this. Not. Just wondering if you you guys are like Lucas and I. We used to me fight and Josie, a lot. Me and you are great, Josie. We are fighting like eight minutes You just ago. get angry at me. I'm always chill. Well, <laughs> that's not know. true. This stem. No, no, no. It's, um, hey, I, I don't, get it. I don't I let it. Josie speak enough on the podcast. That's the stem of all the things I take over the podcast. So... <laughs> Apologies, Josie, but we're doing good on this one because th th this time we wanted Marco to explain about him. So it wasn't about us on this one. So we, this one's great. But no, Marco, back to serious. I do understand um, I am godfather to Josie's beautiful daughter as well, Alessia. And, you know, I love the kids. Um, Josie's also got a son as well. And yeah, it's so special playing with the kids and such a beautiful bond that I have with them. Um, it would be very tough to to be away like I mean I don't even get to see these guys as much as I would like to and I see them you know a few a few times every sort of month so it's quite often but it's um because I live you know a couple of hours away and yeah I can understand that must be 
little bit tough sometimes in those sort of times when you're, yeah. Yeah, but you Make sure. you got to live with your choice. Like, that's, that's what right. I do. I live with my choice and I know that if I want to go back, I can. Luckily enough, I can. I was actually talking to someone um, the other day at the station because, as you know, with like I said, having 100 volunteers, there's a lot of stories that I hear of other migrants and, you know, people that haven't seen their parents of relatives for like 25 years. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. suffering if I don't see my niece for a year. Mm. So I cannot imagine how hard it was. Um but yeah, like with that, you make a choice. My my mother-in-law, the week before I left, because uh, uh, as I, I said before, she's from uh, Adelaide. So she's an Italian-Australian living in yeah, Milan. So she understands my point of view. And she said, yep. when you will move to Australia, you your life will split in two. Your, your, you will create this, uh, this other scenario where your life will continue in, in Italy, but it will stop, but it will create a separate path. And uh, then you then you making this decision, you have to live with it. And every time I feel sad, I have to remind I have to remind myself this that I made this choice. Why am I making this choice? Why am I doing this? And every time I go, the harder it gets to. When every time I go back to Italy, it always gets harder and harder to come back. Because the more you see your family, the more you see things changing, the more you see your parents growing older, Julia getting getting older, going to school. She's starting school next year. It's, uh, it looks like yesterday she was, mm -hmm. you know, I was um, there for, for when yeah. she was born. So again, you got to have to put that, get the piece of paper, make, draw a line and say, okay, positive, negatives. Why am I here? What am I doing this for? Is this worth it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. you got to be very realistic with life. And uh, Lucas, you know, two hours away doesn't seem like a lot uh, compared to what we live. But no. again, in, in your life, it might be, um, you know, it might be, you know, as hard as what I'm feeling. So it's all relevant to you in the end. Yeah, I mean, I suppose these days we have um lots of technology and FaceTime, and like we're doing a Zoom call right right now. These types of things that can sort of um you can use to help but it's not quite the same as obviously as being there and but at least it's something it's um a little bit nicer to be able to sort of see see the person to what our parents and our grandparents and people like that that were taken well not sorry not taken that left their family and you know you, you had to write a letter back or basically you barely speak to them for long long periods of time or you know take the boat back to see him and that sort of stuff so i suppose um yeah we're coming from people that have always made these sacrifices but Marco, what I love about yourself and what you're doing now is that you're, you're really helping to continue the culture in Adelaide. So at least I feel like you're doing an amazing thing for Italians um, all over. So maybe if you can um, just tell us a little bit about things that you've been doing of late. And I know there's a big recent, you guys call yourself like the off-the-boaters um, Italians <laughs> yeah. that have come just recently. And yes. I, I love it. Love to see it. Look, I've been, I always bring this back to my sport history so i played sport pretty much all my life i played a bit of culture a bit of football i played hockey which i'm playing now in australia which is a very australian sport as you know um yeah. so i like to be a team player and uh, as you mentioned the 2006 world cup that was a great moment in our history um especially if you even even if you don't like uh, football as such but it brought the people it brought people together so i've always had the this pride of being Italian, which I I discovered more once I moved to Australia. Um, and then when I started uh, 
when I started working at, or being volunteering at, at the radio, that really started, I really started to think, okay, I'd like to do something to connect now Italy and Australia or connect my Italians here to, to Italy. Um, and then obviously then develop to connect the Australians to Italy as well. So mm -hmm. by doing the radio program, I started doing programs in Italian, trying to educate the listeners here with the new modern Italian music. And then, then it developed. It developed to uh, becoming the chair of the youth committee, um, which is the, the it was a was a new committee that was formed at the station, with the idea of our president uh, Mario. That uh, obviously the president of Italian radio station, his name has to be Mario. Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, slowly, slowly, I started. Uh, we started not just me, but we started all together to gather Italians uh, of uh, second and third generation and uh, new migrants to do events together, come to the station, uh, and so on. And I think a very pivotal moment was when we won the Euro. Okay. Because when we won the Euro in 2021, um, for me, I stopped for a second. Now, you guys in Melbourne got to celebrate, correct? Because you could go out. I remember. Oh, no, you guys in Perth. We're in Perth. You guys in Perth. Yeah. Correct. In Perth, you got to celebrate as much as we did because yes, we could. Um, we there was no restrictions then. Mm -hmm. um, so going back, I remember celebrating a, a parliament house here in Adelaide and I looked around and I saw like a few thousand people with Italian flags, with flares, yep. singing, with blue, with the azzurri top. And I'm like, this is incredible. I want to do this yep. more. I want to try and bring ideas or trying to bring more people together to do things that I grew up with or to to feel these emotions together. So after that, yeah. I founded uh, with uh, a friend, uh, the Milan Club, the AC Milan Club, because I'm a massive AC Milan fan. So we've been yeah. watching games together of, uh, of, Mil uh, of AC Milan for the last two years. Uh, we formed a club. We have about 50 members. Um, then we associated ourselves with the Melbourne and the Sydney Club. Um, mm -hmm. And then it was all about trying to share what we grew up with to the second and third generation, but also try to put to bring together the Italians that have migrated recently, like you said, the fresh of the boat, as you guys call us, uh, the fobs, yeah. Um, yeah. and do things that we all did when we were in Italy. So just recently, and this is uh, talking about uh, weeks ago, we had La Discoteca Italiana at the Fogolar Furlan, which is the club of the, the Friulani, which had hundreds of people from um, second generation, new migrants, all different people. We played all kinds of music. And then towards the end of the night, uh, there was a, there were a lot of uh, Italians like myself that had migrated like in the last 10 years. And we played songs that we all grew up with. And it was just incredible because it really br brought us together. And we were like, uh, God, we really grew up with, very similar things. Yes. Um, and then just recently, uh, this weekend, we attended the Maneskin concert, or Moneskin, as you call it. Um, and uh, I thought, just I just put a message on the Italian in Adelaide Facebook page and say, guys, if you'd like to go together and march together towards the entertainment center, which was the place of the concert, 
Let's meet at the radio, six o'clock. We are 900 meters from the entertainment center. We had about 40 of us that came in. We had, I had yeah, my Italian I saw on your Instagram. It looked awesome. Yeah. yeah. I had my Italian flag with me. We had signs saying the Italians of Adelaide are present. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so look, I just tried to share my experience and uh, it's, it's, it's working, but it's not just me. We've created now a group of people. And like I said, we are a team. There's a lot of us that want to do this. And uh, it's cool to see that there's a lot of Italians that want to be involved in the community and they, and to want, they want to be shared. They want to be shared, you know, they, their heritage, their culture, and they just want to be close to Italy. I was saying that at the beginning. I think this weekend really showed me once again that we're doing this so that we can feel like we are still close to home. We are still gravitating towards the feeling of being Italian. And this is why we try sometimes to be together, be with Italians, uh, create these sort of groups that mm -hmm. really put us together. Because in the end, we feel like we miss home, a lot of us. Yeah. And I'm finding it with a lot of people that have been here for a long time, like, and I'll say a long time with the new migrants, um, six, eight, 10 years that we are kind of, a lot of us are feeling the same feelings now. Yeah, we feel like we've been here for a, for a while. Is uh, yep. probably it's enough. We can go back. When are we going back? We've done what we had to do. We we've had the experience. Okay, now we we can go. So I think also sharing this and try to comfort each other and try to open the conversation. We don't we don't talk about this enough. We don't talk about this in Italy at all. Um, of us migrants that have migrated uh, um, ten years ago. And uh, we're feeling like uh, now we've done our part. Now it's time to go and bring some of this knowledge to Italy. But again, the, the, it's too good here. You can't, it's hard to leave. Yeah. No, I think you guys need to stay because this is what Josie and I have spoken about on other episodes. It's kind of it's bridging the gap and um, you get people like myself and my sister, obviously Josie, that might have parents or the grandparents born in Italy, and we kind of feel a little bit in between Italian and Australian. But we'll sort of um, see. I mean, there's a lot of people like yourself in Perth and Western Australia, no, all over Australia, and we're kind of in between there. But we feel like with all the recent immigrants that are coming out and keeping up all these traditions, it gives us a little bit of taste of Italy in Australia as well. So we have lots of restaurants and cafes and these places here in. Perth that are, have um, Italian owners and Italian staff, and it kind of gives us a place to go to as well, where it kind of gives us the connection, and we don't have to go all the way over to Italy to kind of experience. Yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's kind no, of um, absolutely. I feel like it's the so more Italians good. that, you know what I mean, Josie. Um, yeah, she might have better explain definitely. it a bit better for Marco. No, just like just um, like what you've said, but it's just yeah, it's, it's fantastic to be able to, um, yeah, meet people who are you know like native Italian speakers but not from 60 years ago coming from Calabria. Yes, like, you know, that, that's it. You know, people who are, yeah, native Italian speakers. And just like you said, Lucas, that we can go with, you know, at it being too difficult, we can find a restaurant or a cafe and we can go and get like a reasonably um, authentic experience. It's good for us. Like you said, we're kind of in the middle. We're both and we're neither. Do you know what I mean? Like we're, we're Italian and we're Australian, but we're not. Well said. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing that uh, I've discovered when I came here, uh, when I moved here 10 years ago, I was talking to one of our cousins, uh, one of Nadia's cousins, 
they were saying we are Italians in Australia and Australians in Italy, which is yes. kind of interesting. It must be hard, must be hard for you guys because to identify, I think you, you know, there's a common identification with more of an Australian background, obviously, because you grew up here, this is your country, but having this strong culture behind, um, which made you who you are as well, uh, which yeah, is important. We love to be here, don't get me wrong. And I think, uh, like you said, there's a lot of people that uh, have now um, started businesses. So we're trying to bring that uh, new, modern and uh, more contemporary experience to, to what Italy is right now. Um, so we br we bringing here a little bit of the knowledge of the things that we grew up with or, or, or how Italy is changing, um, which is completely different than in a lot of things. It's completely different than what you guys are used to. Because we see a lot of things that we're like, okay, we don't do this anymore. This is past. Now we do we're doing this. But also it's fun to be together with generation because we are the same age. So it's like sharing also, you know, the fun of being young and have fun together and sharing these two cultures that mix three cultures, Italian, Australian, and Italian Australians. Mm -hmm. So um it's incre it's incredible what the radio is doing uh, with the youth because since the youth committee started in 2019 we have now a lot more youth show and a lot more people like yourselves that have nonnies or parents that are uh, italian or italian australians and uh, we've created a little other community um which uh, still respects the older generation community um but it's a good mix it's a good mix and sometimes we are mixed. Sometimes we are just with Italians. Sometimes we are just with little Australians. It's uh, it's actually an interesting dynamic because yeah. when sometimes it's hard because um, language there's a language barrier, which is a shame because and this is one of those things why I wanted to be part of the radio as well because I wanted to make sure I would like to make sure that the, the next generation they keep the language. I was going to ask I you that, believe... Marco, do you think we're losing the language over there in Adelaide yeah. or South Australia with the yeah. with the younger generation yeah. that are born here? Okay. This uh, opinion might uh, be a bit strong, but we lost the uh, language battle. Uh, funny enough, tonight I have a, um, there's an Italian language forum um, at one of the clubs because we are trying to keep the language alive. I believe we are a bit behind and a bit late for that because uh, the, we have skipped a lot of generations that don't speak the language anymore. Um, and this is also the reason why uh, a lot of people don't listen to the radio because they, the radio is in Italian and a lot of people have it the really language barrier because the content is incredible. The content yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um, it's hard. A lot of people do speak Italian, um, but it's very hard to find uh, young people like yourselves that actually speak the language yeah. um the ones that i find uh, is i call them diamonds because they can mm -hmm. keep the heritage a lot more as well not to yeah. i don't want to um put uh, let down no not let down um, put a discrimination on the people that don't speak italian because they are italian as much as the people that do speak italian and this is very important i believe we are all italian in one way or another, we are all Italian in, in the whole picture. Obviously, there's 100%. Italian, See, there's Italian that grew up in Italy. There's Italian that grew up in Australia. 
I do not want to discriminate, and this is one of the strongest points I make as a station manager of the station when we talk about Italians at the radio. For me, everyone is Italian. Then there's different levels of Italians in a way that some people are Italians in Australia, but don't, that doesn't mean that because I'm Italian that grew up in Italy, I am more the Italian than you. If you identify as an Italian, you are Italian. That's it. Great. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's a, a great, good way, great way to say of it. Of looking at, at it, and I think you know, it's not that um, it's not a negative observation that you've made, but I, I, it's just it's just the truth. I think that yeah, I think like if we look at uh, a lot of our friends, Lucas or cousins or people in our generation, I think what Marco said is correct. Like not that many people are speaking yeah. Italian, and I think that that's fair to say. So yeah. You know, um... Look, I had one of the first meetings here at the station. Uh, I was part of the little uh, editorial committee, which is the committee that looks after the programs. So the continuity of the programs, the consistency of the product. We were talking about the language. And then after 10 minutes, I stopped and think, I started actually, I said, uh, can I ask a question? Now we talk about language, but what language are we speaking now? Because we're not speaking Italian, are we? We're speaking English. We need to respect also where we are. Um, and I do know language is important. I work for an Italian radio station, so language is very important. Mm -hmm. But we are in Australia. like, And because of the dynamics of the language right now and the, the fact that we lost, the generations to come have lost, you know, the, the generation that we have now, some majority of uh, Italian, Australian or Italian don't speak Italian anymore. We need to be honest with ourselves. And uh, if we can pick up a little bit of Italian again and we can, uh, you know, convince people to study Italian, even better. But if we can't, then let's keep the tradition going some, some play, in, a, in other ways. Let's, yes. At least yep. let's keep the, the heritage going. Because at the end of the day, you guys are doing this fantastic pod podcast in English, but it's mm -hmm. also in English, I guess, to attra attract the Australian crowd that is That's passionate right. about uh, about Italy and it's something that I've learned by moving to Australia. People love Italy. People oh, love yeah. Italy more than Italians. I can tell yeah. you that right now. <laughs> That's very 100%. true. 100%. Yeah, that is. Even Italian-Australian people have had so many people ask me, oh, but, you know, is the podcast in Italian? Because um, they wouldn't be able to listen to it if it was in Italian. Yeah. So... Yeah. That's the whole thing as well. So it, to do what we're aiming for as our objective, to engage that um, demographic of people, yeah, it, it must be in English. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, if you know why you're doing it, if you do it in Italian, then do it in Italian. But uh, we in, do have I don't think, soon in Italian. I don't think um, you are capturing, I don't think you capture too many people, unfortunately. I'd love mm. to, I'd love to say... Guys, do it in Italian so all the Italian Australian can talk Italian and understand it. But it's a shame. It's just a shame. Yeah, it's a big shame. And even for me, I am like quite like embarrassed speaking Italian because I make mistakes and my accent. And you know, I, I, I do know, speak. Is very good. I do speak Italian. You know, we go to Italy. We stay with our relatives. I don't speak English. You know, we we stay there for a month. I get by. I go out. I go here. Go there. And that's fine because mm -hmm. that's out of necessity. But come back to Australia, and 
I just won't speak it. So, and it's only been quite recently as well, like during this project, I've really thought to myself, no, that's it. Like I have to, I have to force myself to, yeah, just start speaking it a bit more. So I've been making an effort with that. But then I think if that's me, how I'm feeling and I can actually speak it, you know, reasonably well, imagine if you can't speak it at all, it must be so daunting for people. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the the advice that I can give to all the listeners that would like to learn Italian or keep their Italian going, uh, I would just do what I did when I came here, read in Italian uh, and obviously read in English. I read the Harry Potter in oh, English, yeah. which yeah. was an easy book to read because it's got kids, you know, language, language, lingo. Um, and, uh, you know, read books, uh, like I said, read newspaper, listen to the radio. The radio is really good like that because it can help get familiarized with the with the way we speak. Um, exactly, like in the I conversation. Speak. Yeah, correct. And it keeps you informed about current affairs of Italy yes. as well. So it keeps you in the culture, which is really good, which I'm very proud of the radio because I always give that piece of advice to to everyone that like to that would like to um practice and I'll give it to you as well uh Josie and Lucas if you like to listen to the radio to keep that Italian side yeah, of it going always, the radio is an amazing tool or listen to music yes. or listen to music because music yes. music helps a lot that's um, my favorite thing that I've been listening to actually um on your radio station is when you've got the um the top 20 Italian mm. songs and I've been loving that um yeah. Yeah. Because and then that one one that's that was one of those projects that I wanted to start because I wanted to keep the music going. Obviously, the or, or educating, like I said before, the listeners to the new music that is coming from Italy because we are used to too much of music from the seventies and eighties, which is the music that is relevant to the community here. Um, yes. A lot, but. It really changed when I was talking to a 20, 25 year old and then I said, oh, what kind of music would you like to listen on the radio? Oh, you know, I like to listen to Albano, Romina, Ricchi e Poveri. And I'm like, but hang on a minute. That music is from 40 years ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. With all due respect, there's a lot yeah, of new yeah. music that you will like because yes. it's very modern. And it's very much like the pop music that we have in America, which is influential with all the music around the world. So after that, I thought, okay, I got to do something. Let me start this program and see if that helps. Um, so the top 20 has been amazing. It's an amazing project even for me because it keeps me in, in line with what's happening with the music in Italy. Um, and the... Uh, People are loving it. We did, uh, we had the opening festival of uh, the opening night of the Italian festival two weeks ago, and there was a lot of uh, young people that were asking me like uh, Italo Disco by Boomba Dash. They asked me Sfere Basta. They asked me Annalisa, and I'm like, oh, finally, yeah. finally they are they are listening to this music. And thanks to Spotify and uh, all the channels to listen to music, it's a lot easier because you just type Italian 2022 playlist or 2023 playlist, and you can listen to all the new music. Exactly. Yeah, so that's and that's what I do because I think mm. Lucas and I've been lucky, you know, having traveled um, over multiple times in our younger years, we would be in Italy, we'd hear the music. So I think we got to see um, or to hear how good the Italian pop music is. So I think we've always mm. been used to listening to that. But yeah, it is it's so easy now. So um, yeah, to access that music. So yeah, so, so glad to hear about all the amazing things that you've been doing over there, Marco. Um, 
yeah, it's a fantastic work. And I think we, we both think it's really, really valuable. And we're just so happy um, that we've uh, been able to get in touch with you and have you. No, um... Thank you so much for having me. It's it's great. And I, like I said, it's just what what we can do. I think uh, it's a little thing that I, we can try and do to just make sure that we don't lose the culture because the culture is amazing. We have an amazing culture. We have a great country that we come from and uh, we have to pick up the best sides of it. There's a lot of negatives as well, uh, which we might talk about another time. Another, <laughs> yeah, another, yeah, we'll say, next we'll, time. We'll leave this one to a nice yeah. positive because um, as we haven't actually mentioned yet, but we're going to close this one out, Marco, because we know you're very, very flat out over, over there. But um, Marco um, is kind enough to be coming on board with the show. Um, every few months, we're going to touch base with Marco over there in Adelaide and um, to hear about what's happening in um, all of South Australia and all the events and community and yeah, all these sort of things that we're a little bit removed from being over in Western Australia. So we really look forward to speaking with you, Marco, every so often. Um, thank you so much for coming on today. This is just a bit of an introduction. So our listeners get to know yourself and hear your amazing story. As Josie mentioned, you've done so many amazing things. Um, and yeah, we're really excited to hear about all these things that you're up to in the future. And we look forward to chatting with you maybe in a couple of months again. So Thank you. No, it's amazing. We need to work together. And it's funny because there's a community out there in Perth. There's a community like you guys. There's a community out there in Melbourne. There's a community in Sydney. We we went to Griffith in August, you know, with the radio. So we are everywhere. Yep. We just have to we just have to try to work yeah. together oh. as well and talk to each other because we would like to feature you on Red Italiana as well. Because uh, Western Australia is such an amazing Italian community. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be to be there, and as you say, Josie, before you do have a lot of uh, a lot of Italian restaurants, a lot, a lot of Italian influence in Perth, um, which I love. I remember moving to Australia when, uh, the, I think, uh, about ten years ago, Fremantle had the the um, Italian flag on their jersey on oh, yeah. the, the, the 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 AFL team. Yeah, which uh, round it might have been. Yeah, I think they had the the purple color as usual, and then they had the tri the the tricolore yep. on yep. the on the front, which was amazing because I thought, wow, where, where is this coming from? Mm. Yes. So we need to work together, and it's it's amazing that um, you asked me to be part of this. I said yes straight away because I want to do this and I want to I want to work together to bring you what we're doing here, but also you have to yeah. bring bring to well, us. We don't have a radio station. Here in Western Australia. Hey, so. no, I, Josie, let's maybe see. we should start it. No, we'll no, go, Josie, I, I didn't want to mention that. I mean... Let's go. We'll do it now. You okay, so are you telling me end. Lucas is the one? Lucas is the one that if you tell him an idea, he's gonna he wants to do it. <laughs> and I haven't mentioned. I was. Look, oh, I thought should I mention? Michael, it? I nearly mentioned it in the beginning, and I thought no because I don't want to mention I'm not it. Sure and then if I have the levels, yeah, of the professional. I think like well, for example, oh, Marco speaks better God. English than me, so yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if I have the the levels to do it, but we'll see. We don't need a radio station, um, especially right now, because that's a great thing. As you mentioned before, Marco, we can, um, through technology, just, you know, click the button on your phone and you can listen to Radio Italiana in South Australia. And that's perfect. No, that sounds good. So, yes. Look, again, maybe one day the radio will be in Perth available. Yeah. It is now with the app. People can listen to it by just downloading the app. But obviously, you know, it's... It can be done. So yes. listen up. Yeah, watch your space. All righty, yes. guys. Well, we thank you so much for listening. Marco Petta, thank you so much for being on the thank show. You, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot, Marco. Grazie, ragazzi.
Okay. Ciao for now. Ciao. Ciao for now. Alla prossima. Thank you.